Hello guys, my name is Ace and I welcome you to yet another episode of the Made in Nigeria Tech Podcast, the Mint Podcast. And as usual, I have my co-host here with me, Sim. Hello guys, welcome again. Yep, uh, today we have another exciting guest. Um, I'm very pleased to introduce Miss um, Aisha Bello, who is a tech enthusiast and um, Pythonista that graduated from the University of Technology. Um, was in 2013 and she has gone on to continue to show a passion for women tech education and empowerment in Africa. She's currently the organizer of Jango Girls Ladies in Nigeria. So um, once again, I'm very excited to introduce Aisha Bello. Awesome to have you here, Aisha. Thank you. Hi, Ace. Thanks for having me. It's, it's really a pleasure. Yeah, <laughs> I think pleasure is ours too. <laughs> yeah. So um, why don't you just tell us about yourself? I think you can do a better job than I did. Oh, I'll try. <laughs> so, yeah. so currently I uh, work as um, a systems engineer, an associate system engineer actually, for Cisco yeah. Systems. And I'm just generally passionate about um, teaching women how to code and just not limiting themselves to like the status quo of uh, like they can do, like we can do much more, right? We're not just good enough to do um, fashion or baking, or baking or any of those things. Like we can do more. We can go on and be engineers, be uh, really excellent engineers or excellent developers. But whatever it is that they want to do, they can't do it, and and it's, it's not as complicated as people make it the same. So yeah, for most of what I do is, you know, try to get the world out through Jungle Girls, like you mentioned earlier, through Pi Ladies, and even um, also the Python community that I help uh, to sit on the board. And we even have a conference that was happening September 15 and 16, the first PyCon in Nigeria. Uh, I hope you guys can make it. Definitely, <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's a very exciting to see the way communities have um, come up and uh, actually helping other people start getting into this um, ecosystem and picking up new technologies and everything. I think um, the impact of communities in Nigeria, at least in the last 12 months, cannot be overemphasized. And I think we have people like you to thank for that. Uh, so how did you get started with tech? Uh, that's a very, <laughs> that's a very cool question because I haven't, I don't know how to say I got started with tech because apparently tech seems to be like almost the only thing I know, kind of, like not to a major extent. Because I I remember when I was in... No, no, not that. I didn't, that wasn't my story. So my story is very, very... It's not, it's not the the Nollywood kind of um, coding journey, I would say. That, you know, I, I, I would love to tell you I started coding from when I was seven... And I'd build this nice bot that could interface with like three different APIs. But no, that's not how I started. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, what happened was, so I was very good at maths when I was in secondary school. I really liked maths. And when I wanted to get into the uni, um, I wanted to go and do engineering. But then I applied to uni, and you know, uh, push jam. You know, push jam would just push jam you. So, <laughs> that didn't quite work out. <laughs> that didn't quite work out. So what happened was um, I got into Bells instead, but then they didn't have engineering at that time. 
and I was like, okay, you know what? I like math. I'll do math and statistics then. But then I had this um, teacher, lesson teacher, that told me, ah, oh, actually, why don't you do um, computer science or IT? I'm like, uh, I mean, I went to computer school at some point in GS3 to learn how to type. You know, um, you remember Mavis Beacon, right? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, nothing major, right? Like, it's not like I had a computer, even. Yeah. So I went to school, finally got my laptop, and yeah, I, I, stu- I studied IT in school. And ever since, and IT is like the bridge between, um, I would say, the business side and the core computer science side. It's like the bridge where I understand both languages, like the language of a business person and the language of the computer scientist and be able to bridge that gap and you know that middleman communication so basically that was all i um that is all i know for the most part and the thing is i didn't so yes in uni we had a course in java we had c sharp no rather c plus plus c uh and yeah, yeah and java and i did not like it, it actually did in my school we had uh no no not c sharp c plus plus so c c plus plus and java exactly yeah. sometimes basic then we did html one time i remember that html <laughs> class but yeah it was so that was it and i didn't like it then it wasn't a big deal for me then like it was uh, let me just do this thing let me just know the command not to write the code and pass i know then uh, in school yeah. The code we used to write is on paper. It's not on the computer. We used to write it and run yeah. it on the paper. Become <laughs> the compiler. Oh, good old times. Exactly. Like the, the teacher just sees it. He doesn't even know that there's a missing semicolon. He just needs to see the keyword and he gives you full mark. Who cares? And now, you, and then you have people cramming code, right? So I didn't like yeah. that and I wasn't interested. So it wasn't until I got out of school. Um. And you know, after service, it's like, okay, so what are you doing with your life now? And this is Nigeria. There's no job. I even, I even, because during service, NYC does, um, what's it called, Said, where I actually learned how to make hair and do makeup, and I was going to start, you know, this Nigerian girl dream of my own uh, makeup house and uh, exactly my own hairstylist. I even started to make wigs. I. I actually built a website for myself, which I actually don't do anymore. Um, so, but basically, that was how it started. Then one time, I saw this Andela post uh, for all girls, all female training. And I was like, okay, I'm just, it's like, I mean, I'm jobless, right? What have I got to lose? And I went for two weeks. Then that two weeks, when we went through, it was JavaScript, actually. That was, that was how I would say it started, like, for me. And but I didn't I, obviously I didn't I didn't get into Andela but but when I after that everything afterwards then brought me to like I knew what I wanted right I knew all the things that I thought I wanted were the things I really wanted but it opened my, my mind it opened my eyes to see the endless possibilities of what I could do and that was what even when I traveled for a master's then um, I, then I found out uh, attended like a Jungle Girls event and so this is really amazing and I saw how it affected me like it brought me out from thinking there was only one way to success and that I could actually do things I thought I could never do like 
I thought that was, that was rocket science. You know, then in school, the programmers are like the first class students. As in, if we just had issues, we, we had to go to them. Like, it wasn't for us. Like, it just wasn't for us. Like, we didn't know, we didn't like it. But it just opened my mind, like, of how re- how wrong I was. And, and I just wanted to bring it back home. I wanted to show girls that, you know, that still thought the way I, I think. To tell them that, you know what, it, it can be different. You can do more. You can be whatever it is you want to be. You can do whatever it is you want to achieve. And it's okay if you want to be in fashion. It's perfectly excellent if um, baking is your passion. But know that you can actually use code to enhance this passion. And you can make it work for you. You can twist it anyway. It's like your own building blocks. And you can mold and build whatever it is that you want. Of course, you don't have to be a developer. Like you learn how to code. You don't have to be a developer. I am not a developer. Absolutely not. But you can use it to enhance your passion, and you can you can just do whatever, basically. And that was why I was I'm so passionate about women empowerment, especially in technology, like teaching them tech education. And that's why I'm I'm doing with Jungle Girls and Pi Ladies, and it's been awesome. I, like these days, I don't even do anything, right? It's like a ripple effect. You you do it one time, and everyone sees the passion, everyone sees the dream, everyone sees the vision, and they want to be a part of it. So they go on and go to their communities and they apply. Exactly. Like I, I, I would say the only um, Jungle Girls event I was really, really fully involved in was the first Jungle Girls in Lagos. Uh, after which, any other one organizer, co um, co organizers, and all, and you know, life just happens. You just get too busy. There's only so much you can do. But that first workshop, I made sure that I tried to bring a lot of people from different states, like try to get funding to give financial aid, pay for like pay travel tickets, um, you know, and accommodation, right? Just so that they can come and experience for themselves. And when they go back, they can teach the women in their communities or in their schools, wherever. And that was honestly how Jungle Girls in Nigeria, like, you know, bloomed, I would say, you know. Then there was then there was um, events in Akure in Futa. Then there was a Bumo show. Was, and that and that was just it. Honestly, it's cut the long story short. That was that was it. And I haven't done. I wouldn't say I've I've done anything else. It's just maybe, you know, when people ask me for advice, like I, I you know, I give advice, but absolutely nothing. It's not me at all. Everything that is happening in Nigeria today with Jungle Girls or even Pilates has absolutely like very little to do with me currently but it's just the dream of you know we can do it right don't don't let anyone tell you different no one don't let anyone tell you you it's only one way to success because we're we are women in nigeria and we should be homely and we should love those things and it should be a natural part of you yes that's amazing but there's so much more you can do don't limit yourself the world is a huge place like there's so much more you can do and and that's that's it for me actually. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, quite, that's quite awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very deep. Yeah. yeah, when I go like this, I don't I don't know how to stop, sorry. <laughs> Good. Good. We love it. Uh, so just just walk us through your um your educational life, which educational institute you attended, like you mentioned Antella, you mentioned Belt, which other ones that made you so great. So yeah, that's the so it was Bells. I went to Bells then I did the two weeks Andela boot camp. Then afterwards I went I went to do a masters in 
iTunes in the UK, and and that's it. I don't. I'm uh, sorry. I don't. Well, I don't have a PhD now yet, but it might be in the pipeline. <laughs> <laughs> there isn't a long list of schools <laughs> or educational institutes I've attended. How, how many? How many years did you spend for your masters? Uh, one. Just one year. Oh, and yeah, that was how I found my passion in data and went into the data space. So it's been a roller coaster for me, actually. Like you know, when you're trying, you do it's it's not you're trying to discover your passion, right? Even in tech, people are still trying to discover what it is they really want to do. For some people, is web development. For some people, is for some people is the server side, is back end. For some people, they just like the research and maybe what data will do, like just looking at data and just visualizing it and getting insights and just getting intelligence, right, or analytics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's really different, and I've been through a lot of those different stages like i mean i was i was you know like oh Django and web then i went i was like oh it's, it's data man i loved and i still do love data but but now i'm doing something completely different devops networking like my current job role so it's like a roller coaster because there's i mean there's so much right i'd like to look think of myself now as a jack of all trade like i'm not really mastered in one specific subject and i'm not perfect i'm, I'm trying to find my foot so it it just I mean it, I don't know <laughs> I don't know yeah yeah cool so what challenges have you faced or currently facing yeah like getting back um going in tech and impacting other women across the country or just across the world and the continent and um and I'm sure you'll have faced a couple of challenges here and there so how has it been oh yes challenges and yeah I think one of the major I mean, one one of the major things I would say that I see, especially in events, is the tools. Is the tools to, yeah, there are people that want to learn, right? But they don't, they can't even afford a laptop. They don't have a computer, right? Like you get, like you have girls applying maybe for the event through their phones, and you're like, and the requirement is, you know, come with your laptop because we don't have any hardware. And they write us back and say, I really want to come, but I don't have a computer. Can I borrow yours? Can I borrow from someone and I'll give it back? But then that that puts a toll on the whole thing because the, the reason why we're teaching or why um, these events are organized is because we want people to be able to go home and still maybe finish their website or still yeah. you know be curious. I want to do something with what they have just learned, right? And it defeats the purpose when... They, they maybe they have to borrow a laptop for the day and they go home and like obviously of course life happens things happen and they don't have a computer to continue to to continue the journey or the fact that you know yeah you want to continue but there's still some people who still don't have constant electricity or even access to internet sometimes can be um a challenge right so generally i would say these are like i mean the challenges and one of the things that we're trying to do is um so for example when python nigeria partnered with um the kairosin youth fellowship initiative education um, team to do a smart girls project for secondary school girls within um i think then just three to ss to thereabout that, that had interest in technology and what we did was we like you know what this as in, the, the program was for girls in Ajegule, like in 
underrepresented um, or underprivileged girls, yes. rather, not underrepresented, sorry, mm-hmm. underprivileged girls. And it's like, see, we're going to teach them, yes, we're going to teach them, but they don't have, as in the underprivileged, they don't have access to these tools. Like, you know, is there going to be a computer center afterwards where they can go and do assignments and things like that? Yes. So, thankfully, we applied to Python Software Foundation and they gave us a grant to get Raspberry Pis and screens for the girl, for the girls rather, like, like girls that, and it was really, it was really, I think we'll share pictures at some point, but it was really, yeah. it's really a challenge, right? You need people, you need to teach people, but they still need tools to actually make this happen, right? And that's why, yes, we have things like maybe microbit or um, a Raspberry Pi. So I would say those, those are like key challenges um, we face. In terms of you know getting the world out and impacting as many people as possible. Okay. So okay, do you happen uh, to have any um, advice for people coming up, especially the females, trying to like um, get up in this community and overcome other challenges that they might be facing? Um. Did you get that? I think. Yes, I I heard. So my advice would be believe in yourself. Um, it can be hard or it can it might be like a huge um, thing to a hurdle to overcome at first like first of all not having like the right people encouraging you for example but don't stop believing in yourself find a good support system reach out it's okay you can reach out to anyone like any community you feel comfortable with it might not be Django Girls or Pilates or even the Python community it could be anyone there are there are lots of people doing things these days, like abocoders, um, like Amateki. There's so many things going on. But reach out to a set of, I mean, a support system. Always have a support system. Don't ever give up. Don't don't look around and ever try to give up. No, don't give up. You can do it. If you want to do it, you can do it. There's, you have what it takes. And no, it's not rocket science. <laughs> Yeah, nice. that's all. <laughs> I would say. Okay, so, uh, in in January, I think our fifth episode, we talked about um, Jago girls and um, pilots to the public. When we're talking about the community so that they can be a part of. So, uh, can you give us uh, how do I put this? Can you give us numbers on how the experience has been like? How many? Uh, females, do you guys currently uh, help out maybe on a monthly basis and generally their attitude towards uh, tech in Nigeria? Um, so I, I'm, I don't think I would give, I'll be able to give accurate figures. I probably have to kind of check and do some queries in terms uh, of just... for, for Django girls. Yeah. For Django girls. Um, usually events usually happen and there's like 30 girls usually it's like a group of 30 girls and coaches right Um, and uh, I I really can't say but for Pi Ladies for Pi Ladies we've actually fluctuated in terms of the number of girls that come this week come next week come two weeks so I would say between 10 to 15 girls okay. maybe okay. per month 
Yeah, time to weekend because we have like two meetups per month. Yeah. That's cool. And and the beauty, the the other good thing is just wanted to add there is yes, it's called Pie Ladies, but we have the guys actually coming, and sometimes (laughs) the guys come more than the girls because this Mm. is because it's knowledge. Knowledge doesn't know gender. Knowledge is sought after, and yes, when it it was still in a space where tech i mean getting that tech education isn't isn't like easily or readily available there aren't so many meetups as in going on that are quite impactful and you actually see guys coming for pie ladies as in sometimes we even have to tell them okay you're not you can only come if you come with a girl like you can't come alone and and come and outnumber us at our own event please bring a girl you're coming <laughs> yeah it's it's been very interesting times but it's it's really good to see that knowledge doesn't know gender. It's it's sought after regardless. So the reason it's not usually about gender now. It's about just growing our tech ecosystem, growing the community, and just impa- impacting knowledge. But focusing yeah. focusing on the women. Yeah. 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 So I think one last question for me. Uh, um, there's recent talk of. Uh, tech people not being paid enough and not being valued enough and a lot of people are talking about surrendering their services outside the country and probably getting more pay and what what can you say about that generally since you have been outside and you're back what what do you have to say to that <laughs> um, <laughs> this is a very <laughs> good question because uh, let's see what do I have to say? I would say there is no one size fits all for everyone. I would say it depends. It depends on the organization you're working for. Depends on the people you're doing business with. And and sometimes it's especially. If, I mean, I've worked with. So I mean, I've worked around developers, right? And and sometimes there's that huge gap between maybe higher management not appreciating the value of the effort and the work that they put into projects and and they feel oh it's indispensable just do it just build it just add the future why you why you wasting time right it's it's sometimes you see that it's not even about the money the money is important don't get me wrong but how do you treat your developers do you make them feel like a part of the company and that you value them and that you value their effort right it's it's all of those things working together and Sometimes you find employers just not knowing or not having, uh, what's the, would I say, empathy for the work that they do. And so it's, yes, the money is work and you're still giving me, like, you still don't value me. So, yeah, let me take my skills out there where I even get money, right? So I would say it depends. It depends. In terms of money, it, it still depends. You have some people earning like standards and you have some people earning way less than they should earn so it's like know your value know your worth and if you're going to do something let your employer or whoever you're working with let them at least do right by you that's what i would say yeah awesome so um, how can our followers um, keep up with you on social media or any other platform in the communities as well right so, um, if you want to reach out to me, my Twitter account is AishaXBelo. 
if as you if you know if you if you want to be a Pythonista, you're thinking about it, you just want to join the Python community in Nigeria, you can do so via www.pythonnigeria.org. And if you want to come to our conference in September, just go on and you find all the info at www.pycon.ng. Um, PyLadies is at um, meetup.com slash Nigeria. And Jungle Girls, you know, junglegirls.org. So, yeah, I hope I haven't said too many URLs. Okay, great. Yeah, cool. So, um, thank you very much for giving us your presence. Yeah, I'm sure you must have uh, touched the heart of many of our listeners right now. And um, uh, thank you guys for listening as well. You can always follow us on our social media platform on Twitter at Mint Podcast, SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com, SoundCloud.com slash Mint Podcast, our website, MintPodcast.com.ng, and you can always subscribe to get emails for whenever a new episode is out. We understand that you might be too busy to check out every, check out Twitter every single Tuesday to see if a new episode is out, so we send you emails. No, I won't spam you, so just um, subscribe for our new episode. And uh, thank you, Aisha, for being of your presence once again, and uh, that's been great. Thank you so much for having me. Cool. Thank you. So, it's a real honor to be here. Thank you. Yeah. Which is awesome. Thank you. You know, thank you for... Guys. I don't care about you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs>